I worked harder than everyone else. I worked seven days a week. They rehearsed for eight hours, I rehearsed for nine. They took a day afternoon off, I was back in the studio. I had just given birth to Shia. I think he was maybe three months old, so I was rolling through hormones. I had four kids at home, a baby, crazy. Um, wow. I was on a mission. Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode. From building and maintaining a nine-figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog, thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, it's Emily here and I am joined by an icon, an icon in fitness, in the celebrity world, as a woman, as a female entrepreneur, and overall a badass. In Thank my you. life, I've been blessed by this woman and I know so many of you have as well, but we're gonna dive deeper with Brooke Berg here today. Thank Hi, you everyone. for being my guest. Thank you for that sweet intro. We're friends, so it's a little bit odd to hear her <laughs> speak about me while I'm sitting next to her I appreciate that it's all it's it's I I really mean every word and and so many people that I speak to about you you know they ask me how is it how is it really how's first of all <laughs> I love that you get to do her booty burn and you know I, I feel like knowing you not only has it improved my personal outlook on the way I believe in myself and as a woman, I feel like I've learned more about my body and how to be in tune. I love that. Um, but I've also learned how to become more elegant because of you. Oh, and wait, 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 what do you mean by that? Because I find you as such an elegant feminine woman, even though I'm fully aware of your strengths, which are amazing and they are many, and you've said that to me a lot. So like, Tell me more about Yeah, that. so I've been in business for over 11 years and in a leadership role. And I tend to sometimes go more the masculine mm -hmm. energy. Yeah. And when I met you, I was like, wow, here's this powerful female leader who lives with so much intention and purpose to serve, but mm -hmm. you're so loving and kind and feminine. And you, the, your, the contrast, Brooke, is beautiful. And yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That really means a lot to me because there's been seasons and times in my life where I think I struggled with strength, masculinity, being independent, um, the confusion of that between powerful women and independence and success. Yes. That gets convoluted and confused with like... Um, masculine energy yeah and you and i've spoke have mm -hmm. discussed that a lot it's really nice to hear that thank you and mm -hmm. i think that um there's a beautiful blend when you evolve as a woman and you can sort of bask in your strengths and get rid of the fear about being too strong yeah um and just like kind of watch all that blossom it took me a while it took me into my 40s yeah wow <laughs> i mean can we even believe it 
And, and you know, can you just take us back? And I really want to know, and a lot of people want to know a little bit about your career, right? You're a mom. She's a mother of four. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, they raise me as much as I raise them, if that makes sense yeah. at all. Uh, I always wanted to be a mother. I always wanted to have lots of children. Um, I had no idea that I would be so blessed to have four healthy children, three daughters, one little boy. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, it's as beautiful as it is challenging and difficult, to be honest. Um, I've had to learn to parent them all differently. I've had to learn a new language for each child. Wow. I've had to change my ways of everything that I thought I knew that worked with one, failed with the next. Yeah. I've had to open my mind. I've had to relearn. I've had to become a student, if you will, which is so weird because I am in charge and I'm the parent and I'm not the friend, but I'm just learning every day, raising my kids. Um, so that's my top priority. But one of the things that I speak and preach and believe so deeply in is that women, business women, especially mothers, can do anything and everything mm. they decide to do. Oh. Right? Anything and everything they decide to do and they decide to do it. And I, I've said this a thousand times, so it feels like old news, but it's so important. I've accomplished more as a mother than I did before I became a mother. Wow. So in that is the freedom and the opportunity for women to kind of lean into, we can do anything we want. Yeah. Um, and with that comes boundaries. I mean, we could mm -hmm. talk for hours about this. Well, and, and I, I do, I want to talk about this because you've designed your life. I mean, if I... Finally. Uh, well, so finally now. Okay. I love that you're saying yeah. that. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know how to do that. And I wasn't doing that in my 20s, 30s. Okay. 40s, yeah, mid 40s. Yeah. So, um, and I went through some major ups and downs mm -hmm. in the roller coaster of life, marriage, divorce, blended family, heartache, love, all of it. So yeah. when you say I redesigned my life, yeah, I have now. It feels yeah. so good, but it took me a long time. It took me many, many painful learning mm. lessons. Yeah. It took me um, many failed opportunities to yeah. um, figure out what's on the other side of that. Yeah. And um, the ability to have the power to be the architect of my own life. It's beautiful. And I guide a lot of programs on that. Be the architect of your life. Yeah. Design your life. We are, what does it look like? What are the colors? What is your palette? Yeah. Imagining it like a canvas, narrating it in full color. There's music, there's mm. scents, there's smell, there's touch, I there's love feeling. it, yeah. Like, it's all super corny. Um, but when you decide to take power in that, take control in that, you get to create your own masterpiece. That's right? beautiful. And, and something, you know, uh, we've met nearly four years ago, but, you know, and obviously I've known about you my whole life, pretty much. And, you know, when I look back at all the things you've accomplished and all the things you've tried and from Dancing with them. the Stars. and But the thing that's so cool, and I was so freaking inspired when I was researching you. I'm trying not to get Thank emotional oh. because I just am like, damn. Like she has thrown herself into this and done extremely well. And then you've tried this and then you've created this. And it's like the definition of an entrepreneur, 
And we, th we, we think sometimes like, oh, it's going to go straight up and it's going to be this easy path, oh, but no, no <laughs> it's up and down and all around and it's a roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, and, sure. and the thing I love about you, Brooke, is you continue to get better. You continue to evolve. <clears throat> and can you just give any sound advice? Because at the time we're recording this, people's worlds are, have changed. People feel unmotivated. They feel like... Who am I to start a business? Who am I to talk on Instagram? Yeah. Like <laughs> this weird how world have that you, we live in. How have you though, for real, like continued to move forward? Gosh, there's so many things I want to say to that. First of all, I love your heart and your vulnerability. Mm. And even to see your eyes tear up for me means so much as a woman because I've also watched your journey and um, I feel like you're a little sister, <laughs> but I also have mad respect and admiration for you. Um, so all those compliments really mean so much to me because I, I wasn't always that woman. I always was a risk taker. Yeah. Um, sometimes to a fault, an adrenaline junkie, if you will, some might say back in the wild on days. I, I was really so lucky and blessed to be raised by a super strong stepfather. I almost said father, but not to confuse the audience. Yeah. I, I speak about him as my father because he raised me and it mm -hmm. takes so much to be a parent. Yeah. So I credit him. If I ever speak about my father, it's really my stepfather, Got it. who's no longer with us. But um, he raised me to be really brave and to take lots of chances and to be unapologetically me um, and to never be afraid to fuck things up. And yeah. not to be crude, yeah. but in the most simple terms, when you're not afraid to fuck up, you get to do so many things mm. and you get to take chances yeah. and um, be okay when things go wrong. And yeah. I've tried a lot of different things. I've, I've been blessed to have a career in the entertainment business and do lots of network shows. I've done some not so great shows. Yeah. I've tried to produce these what I thought were fabulous ideas that ended up on the editing floor. I've had um, interactions with so many different brands and companies, endorsements, some great, some still going, yeah. some failed. Um, and I just, I've always liked to try new things. Yeah. And, you know, when I say a risk taker, I'm talking like adrenaline junkie from skydiving to swimming with sharks to wow. traveling the world to putting my baby in the baby Bijorn and doing 40 countries with Naraya where people thought oh. I was crazy, but I was the young mom in the group and I didn't know any better. And I was like, <laughs> it's you and me against the world. Yeah. We're going on the road. Things that I look back now and I say, that was bad shit. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Stuart, I wish I could uh, pan to him right now. Has been with me for like over twenty years. We've done a little bit of anything and everything. Some good, some not so good. Yeah. <laughs> some right, some wrong. Um, I just feel like, and my dad taught me this too. Like, yeah. don't leave this world wondering like what could have, should have been. And not every parent is going to say that. No. And I teach my children that too. Climb the tree, fall out of the tree. Maybe you break an arm. I'm not reckless with their health and wellness, but. I've never been that helicopter mom where right. I want them to try and yeah. succeed and fail and screw up and make and, mistakes yeah. and maybe get hurt and maybe get a broken heart and then learn to love again. And maybe I mean, uh, there's so many layers of this. Like I have goosebumps too. Yeah. Of this conversation, um, I just I just really believe in taking chances and mm. I believe that fear really gets in your way. 
um, the younger me would have said that it tells you what to do. Yeah. I don't really believe that anymore. I think it gets in your way and it's toxic. Yeah. Sometimes it's that little voice that tells you what to do so it can nudge you right. to go to where fear is. But the conquering of that, the getting over that, I should say, mm -hmm. that's like how I live my life. It's beautiful. Thanks. Wow. It's, it's so it's crazy. And I, and I feel, and I, I feel like what you're saying, when I've thrown myself into things where it's like, what the shit am I doing right now? <laughs> That's um, where I want you to live. Yeah. I know you and I yeah. want you right there. On the other side of it, I gain so much more confidence. Yeah. Like, I'm sure. like, I, can, I did that. I can do this. I got this. And another thing that I've noticed about you, you are insanely like present when you're doing things like you give me presence and uh, energetically you're there you connect with people even though your world world is crazy kids are calling people are calling we need this video we need that mm -hmm. it's like yeah. you really take the time i've noticed this about you uh, to value relationships and to host people and I <laughs> mean how you. important is that even in a crazy busy career that means so much to me because I was not always present and the bittersweet curse of being disconnected yeah <laughs> I haven't really talked about this publicly but that Bittersweet curse of being disconnected. It allows me to do live television mm. in my career without so much fear that I probably could probably take my breath away or yeah. prevent me from reading the teleprompter or yeah. I wouldn't be able to hold my shit together yeah. in front of tens of millions of people. So I wasn't always present and connected. Mm. I became that woman later in life where I decided to dig down deep and face all the disappointments and all the conflict and the history and um, the little hidden boxes inside of me yeah. that I just locked up and put away. Part of that led me to my position in the career that I have in the wellness business. Yeah. I became a breathwork teacher yeah. because breathwork saved my ass. When did you start that? <laughs> I've, no. I've been privileged to do her breathwork. I mean, and I've actually, some of you have may seen it, how to get out of a slump, a keynote yeah. I did. I wrote three-fourths of that talk after, I remember, after Brooke's breathwork. I remember that night. Yeah. So real quick, because um, I know you and I, we can pivot so much in this conversation. Breathwork will change your life. The work is undeniable. It's like a hundred hours of therapy. Some people would say a thousand. My guru, Jean-Paul Criminy, who I will always admire and credit and be grateful for, changed my life at a very difficult time where I was struggling with one of my daughters. I felt like I was bleeding inside. I felt like I wasn't breathing properly. I was really struggling as a parent, as a woman, as a human, to just navigate conflict with my children, one of my children. And... I just didn't know how to deal with it, yeah. and I was dragged to a breathwork class with some of my girlfriends. I wow. had no idea what it was. Yeah. And um, I don't know any other way to explain it, and it's hard to explain what it is. It's really an experience. But the hour that I spent breathing, being still, getting present, getting honest with myself was mm. one of the hardest, greatest gifts, and most freeing moments of my life. Wow. Breathwork is, in the most simple forms for me, an opportunity to be with yourself to learn and discover and listen. Yeah. When I did 
your first breathwork session, and I remember we were in Malibu, and it was a very intimate class. And I know what a baller you are. I know what a motivational speaker you are. I know how much you inspire your audience. I remember um, watching you listen to the language of your soul, watching the emotions flow, and watching the creative juices that came out of you yeah. after that. I think you went home and wrote. Yes, I did. So there's all kinds yeah. of positive, beautiful things that right. happen in breathwork. There's also a lot of healing, self-inquiry. There's a lot of um, discovery, and there's a lot of letting go that happens, which I think is so important for yeah. women. So when I hear you, you know, going back, say that I'm present, that means a lot to me because I've worked really hard That's to amazing. be that way. Yeah. And I've, I've worked really hard to narrate that messaging in my wellness business mm. to women because in presence we get really honest mm. with ourselves yeah. we stop hiding from our own truth and then we can sort of face what's in the way and where we are where we're going yeah um and so that is what i'm really passionate about about what i'm yeah. doing right now and it's just it's so important for it's the so... journey of everyone yeah. to understand where you are, what's in your way, where yeah. you were, where you're going. You know? Yeah, like, to go inward is the most yeah. powerful thing you could ever do. And scary. And scary. <laughs> really yeah. Hard. Yeah. So right. so when did when did you like go I mean, you're major in the health and wellness world. Major. I mean, your app has changed Stop millions of lives uh, and you're a huge advocate when did that all that transpire I've always been an advocate for women's health partially going through my own struggles with autoimmune and um, cancer and um, just sort of being a spokesperson for other projects to educate women and sort of break that third wall between the medical world and the real world and so I've always been passionate about that Fitness has always organically been a part of yeah. my life in good ways and in bad ways. And now I'm raising three daughters. So what is the messaging and how important is, is yeah. fitness really right. to the big development of a woman? Yeah. Um, so I, when fitness sort of digitized and I was really screwing around on social media, creating these homemade workout videos because that's what we all do we're yeah. all like talking to ourselves it's all weird we're all on instagram <laughs> <laughs> we're all directors and producers and yeah it's like our own reality show yeah, i I, sure. I kind of lean into it and embrace yeah. it but at the same time i laugh at it because yeah. it is weird <laughs> our generation and our kids are even weirder um but i was just throwing some stuff up there and got a great response and then reconnected um with stewart who you know kind of runs the whole video production and it was really an idea yeah. Really a little idea on a conversation wow. and an experiment. And that's who I am. I was like, why don't we just try this? And then one little idea became this big idea that's now a full-blown um, business with lots of potential to reach out to the masses. But it's really, for me, about the commitment of guiding and encouraging mm -hmm. and educating women way beyond fitness, right. how to find their feel-good how to change their lives, how to remember yeah. who they were oh. before they were moms, yeah. how to not lose themselves in the demands of um, being a badass business person or a CEO or just right. an entrepreneur. How yeah. to, how to, I don't want to say balance because for me, balance is way too much pressure. I don't it's, even like that word. I don't like it either. I don't like that word. I'm like balance. I'm like managing the madness of the yeah. chaos of yeah, 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 life yeah. and learning how to be okay when things go wrong. Right. Um, but my fitness 
commitment and passion became more about mindfulness. Mm. And that segued into breath work, yoga, um, meditation, yep. sound baths, um, all of these things that are really connected in fitness and, yeah. and sort of the nucleus. So my app is the nucleus of this much bigger picture of building work body. That's about connecting women. It's about helping moms. It's about um, finding ways to check out of your world yeah. and go back to self and feel good and figure out how to create your digital gym at home yeah. in 10 minutes, which we, we love to show people yeah. even on the gram. How to just find ways to honor yourself. So good. And that might mean working out, that mean, might mean meditation, that yeah. might mean getting a better night's sleep, that might mean tapping into your mojo and finding your sensuality, right. that might mean, you know, yeah, so many things, right? Yeah, gosh, it's incredible. If you're not on the app, get on the app. And the community, like I'm blessed I get to do it in person. <laughs> I wish um, everybody did. But when I'm in hotels and traveling, I just plug in the app and it's like yeah. I can crush a workout. So I appreciate good. that because community, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Um, we need a support system yeah. as women. So community is everything, mm -hmm. right? And we need an accountability buddy, which is... Yeah, we usually are. It's like, hey, are you yep. coming to class? No, why not? <laughs> I, got, I got your spot. Hurry up. <laughs> Just connecting yeah. in ways. I mean, the shift um, because of this pandemic, and I want to call it a necessary conscious shift yeah. with the good and the bad really forced us to live a little differently. It I really think. did. But it also allowed us to be more conscious mm -hmm. of time, money, food, connection. I mean, the list goes on Priorities, and on. Priorities, But yeah. we figured out how to live at home and do it in yeah. a more sensible way, yeah. in a smarter way. We yeah. say sweat smart it. on the app a lot. What does that mean? That means figuring out how to save money, be more mindful of your time, be more conscious of how yeah. we treat our bodies, and maybe give yourself 5, 10, 20, yeah. maybe 30 minutes at home. Um, it's all possible. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know when I'm ready to get in the car again for 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> no joke. Right. Even though sometimes right. we crave our hot yoga, I still love it. Yeah. But how to be safe and how to be mindful with time and energy. Yeah. Because we're outputting so much energy. We are. Every day. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's essential to put yourself on the list. Yeah. Have some time. I call it slow down to speed up. Yeah. Like after that. we do classes, after I do the app, after I do breath work, it's like, I feel like I'm like 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah. You know, like I'm ready. I'm ready well, to go. And I've seen you in that space. So I love that slow down to speed up. Yeah. And you said it's essential to put yourself on the list. So the younger me would have echoed that. And I was way down on the list. The older me, yeah. little sister, is yeah. going to tell you to put yourself at the top of the list. Ah. So you tell an American woman that and they're like, whoa, you are selfish. Right. <laughs> and I used to cruise at the bottom of the totem yeah. pole. And, you know, women my age will giggle now and older when they hear that because that's the journey of learning how important it is to put yourself at the top mm. of the list so that you could be a better mom, better parent, yeah. better lover, better boss, better everything because I know how to create energy. I know how to yeah. feed my soul. I know how to check out. I know how to define my boundaries. I know how to say no. So yeah. I want to, I want to go there for a minute uh, because you've got so many people coming at you. Mm-hmm. Little ones, so, <laughs> like all. I mean, you can imagine. It, how in the heck do you? This word boundaries, yeah. right? How do you do that? How do you decide what's important, what's not? 
I mean, is it is it kind of like career-wise and then family and then what feeds your soul? Or what have you learned through that? I was just having a conversation with one of our girlfriends. I won't name any names unless she lets us call her out. And we'll have her on the show. Okay. <laughs> about boundaries. And she's like, can you please teach me that? Because I'm really failing with boundaries. Yeah. And she's really kind. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And she's really giving. And so are we, by yeah. the way. I just don't compromise in um, defining my boundaries and saying no so that I can create space for more feel good for me, mm -hmm. for myself as a woman, yeah. also for my children. Um, it's just, I want to say you have to learn how to do it. You have to do it without guilt. Yeah. You have to make it a practice. Boundaries allow you space to be who you need to be. Yeah. Look at the pandemic and COVID. One of the biggest struggles were people who were stuck at home in small spaces. Doesn't matter whether you live in an apartment, whether you're talking about, you know, an estate at home yeah. or where you live. You're all living together in a shared space. If you don't figure out how to create boundaries, your love life goes out the window. Right. <laughs> your kids are in your office. Your yeah. kids can't do their homework. Right. It's about creating spaces within spaces, yeah. right? And so that requires boundaries. Boundaries for what feels good. Boundaries mm. for what's toxic when you make a wellness commitment. Mm. How do you say no to that? Yeah. How do you create, it's kind of like rules and regulations yeah. and yeah. boundaries for your own well-being yeah am i answering the yeah. question i mean it's yeah hard... so did it did it take you a while to like like for example a lot of us close uh women like we'll go we'll go to dinner and yeah. something i loved i could tell you were busy and you're like ladies i just need to stay home tonight <laughs> to <time>. refuel <laughs> and i was like mad respect I love it. Thank you. No, I was like, because I feel that because you. you got, you need time to be home or yeah. with your loved ones or whatever, you know? And I was like, that's mad respect. And a lot of people would be a yes person. So this was a girl's night and I love me a girl's night. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's hard to motivate <laughs> me to leave Malibu at least to the four or five, I'll be honest, but I love my girlfriend. Right. So um, it was girls' night, and it was dinner, and it was midweek, and it was one of those weeks where I was just tapped. Yeah. Um, and Stuart, I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat something that was life changing that he said to me. And you know, when you work so closely with someone yeah. like Stuart Knight, as you, we spend a lot of times talking about life and a lot of times working, and we just have that, we have that like. What am I trying to say, Stuart? We have that energy. Synergy. That we, we have that synergy where yeah. we help each other through difficult yeah. times. But he said to me once where I was just like tapped. I was running low. And he was like, every single person in your life, including children, and this mm. isn't negative, taps a little, takes a little bit of your life force. Wisdom. Just taps a little tiny bit. Yeah. And I never thought about that in a new relationship and blended family and sometimes six, seven, eight kids plus friends make it, doing all the things that I love doing as a mother. Right that are perfectly normal for me, that I signed up for. So it wasn't, oh, poor me. Right. It was the reality and giving myself grace and the acknowledgement that mm. every single little thing, including my dogs, by the way, yeah. <laughs> were just taking a little yeah. bit of my life force. And so that night with the girls' <laughs> dinner, and I'm not a woman that's going to make excuses. Yeah. I just called you and I was like, I, I would love to go. I just can't. I need to stay in. Yeah. And some of my girlfriends would be like, oh, that's so lame. Yeah. Get up. I was like, and you were just like, I yeah. totally get it. And people that care about you yeah. will honor your honesty and will honor your pause. Right? That's 
Right. And I think that night I put my pajamas yeah. on and a face mask and I was yeah. in bed by nine and you girls are, and I'm yeah. on a FOMO and I'm like watching yeah. you girls having the best time. I knew that I needed that for yeah. me. So that's part age. That's part yeah. wisdom. That's part giving myself grace. Yeah. That's part me listening to my soul. That's part me listening yeah. to my my energy field, yeah. my own frequency. Yep. Why am I low? Is it hormones? Am I coming down with something? No. Do I need more sleep? Am I getting interrupted? Yeah. Am I stressing? Is everyone in my life tapping my life yeah. force? And do I need a moment mm. for me? And then giving myself yeah. grace in that time. Yeah, that's so good. And and, and I yeah. love, you guys, if you have friends, they, they should understand that. And if not, they should get new friends. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I've had some needy people in my life and I'm like, bye. Like, I'm not, we're not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes back to many conversations more personal yeah. um, that we've talked about. I think we may have discussed this in our first yeah. or second woman to woman about editing your life. Yeah. Um, I've guided women through this in some of my transformation retreats, editing not in an insensitive way, but editing your life so that mm. you can remove things that don't support you, yeah. that don't help yeah. um, raise your average. And I don't like to speak about it as elevating your life because we're not on an agenda using yeah. people to yeah. elevate our life, hopefully. Right. But removing things in people at certain times of your life that um, aren't for your better good. Yeah. You know, and not that people are disposable. It's right. not that. It's just understanding um, who doesn't feel good. Yeah. And, it's a really simple it's, life lesson. It's so simple. Get rid of things that don't feel yeah, good. Yeah. Things, stuff, substances, mm -hmm. food, food. Yeah. <laughs> food. Yeah. And people. Like, yeah. get rid of things that don't feel good. These are elementary concepts. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of food, I mean, I know everyone is wondering, and you never get this question. <laughs> How do you look like this stay so fit and we go to dinner and you have a glass yeah. of wine she eats people I eat. yeah <laughs> i actually i eat i eat well i don't compromise flavor yeah. i know how to feed my body yeah i feel like i'm in better shape and i enjoy my nutritional plan yeah more now than I did when I was in my 20s and I was a model and I was starving and I was eating gross food and I was training for an hour and a half a day. Wow. I was, I was more voluptuous and I, I just didn't understand my body. So intermittent fasting, yeah, you know, that's my jam. Obsessed. Yeah. Um, I won't bore everyone with it. Look it up. It's, yeah. it's don't get, make it complicated. Yeah. I eat in an eight hour window and then I give my body a rest the, the rest yeah. of the other 16 hours. That allows me more freedom. I also work out so that I can yeah. eat, yeah. right? And sometimes I eat so I can work out. I feel my body. Yeah. And I, yeah, I've earned my wine. Yeah. I've earned my tequila. I'm recently trying to give up alcohol during the week. Yeah. Not easy. I don't have a problem with alcohol. I just like to discipline myself yeah. and shock my own body. Totally. But I, um, there's not a restaurant in the world that I can't go to and find a mindful meal. And that might be Mediterranean inspired. That might be mm. grilled fish. That might be a steak. That might be a glass yeah. of wine. That might be a beautiful salad. I'm not afraid of the oils, the nuts, the avocados, the good fats, yeah. um, vegetables. I'm not afraid of butter. Yeah. So am I having the, you know, scalloped potatoes and french fries with a mayonnaise? No. Am I going to start with, you know, the fried dish? No. I'm going to eat a crunchy salad. Right. I'm going to eat, drink, drink soups and enjoy that. Yeah. I'm going to eat meat and fish. Tons of vegetables. Yeah. Um, Love it. I have no shame in the game with the wine. Am yeah. I going to have dessert? No. Once in a while? Yeah. Sure. We're yeah. going to break the rules. Yeah. And I believe in um, creating the sustainable lifestyle. Yeah. 
things that are that you can crush and yeah. maintain and all these quick fixes. No. Um, all the, you know, I, I, I don't believe in that, but I believe in designing a healthy lifestyle yeah. that you can enjoy and that's different for every person. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also like sometimes doing a lot of the things that you do. Yeah. Fast days, giving your body a break, yeah. doing mostly plant-based, going green yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Um, doing certain cleanses. Yeah. I just like the challenge. Yeah. But on a regular day, on a regular week, um, I can go for a romantic dinner. I can have a family dinner. Love I it. can do all those things. And I just... It's healthy. Yeah. I give up basic stuff. Sugar. Yeah. Flour gluten when I can. Right. Processed foods. Canned foods. Um... It's really simple to yeah. be colorful and fresh. I love it. It's not this dramatic yo-yo craziness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The water yeah. weight, everything that you lose, oh, you're just going to put right yeah. back on. But no. when you figure out how to feed your body, how to yeah. create energy, let's look at it like that. Let's figure yeah. out diet. I don't even like the dye, the DIY. Right. Just create a, a lifestyle that is going to um, give you more energy. Yes. It's going to make you feel better, not worse. I don't look at it as a yeah. sacrifice. I look at it as a practice and a discipline. Mm. We have to have discipline in our Oof. lives. Yeah. We have to have boundaries in our lives for love, life, work, success. Yeah. I want to I want to go off on this word discipline. So it is crazy. Something I found out and you may not know, but Brooke was on Dancing with the Stars for how long? Well, I hosted it for I don't know 7 or 8 seasons. I danced for a season which set me up for success in so many different areas of my life. Okay. So that was I don't seven seasons. <laughs> so here, here's the thing that I found so inspiring. I thought you had a dancing background. I thought you grew up as like a ballerina dancer. I don't know, cheerleader. Like, no. And one of our friends was like, I saw footage oh. from when Brooke was training. And I saw a whole different side of her. And, yeah. And, me and, too. <laughs> and, and crushed it. And I just, you know, because there's so many people watching this right now where, like, they're not giving it their all. They, 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 mm -hmm. like, you, what I see about you is you give it your all. You know, and you always say this, how you do anything. Oh, you're reading my mind. That's the problem when you're so connected. Yeah. Like, where you're reading my mind. How you do anything is how you do everything. Um, what was this like, Brooke? Hard, like, scary. And you were a mom then. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. No joke. It was harder than childbirth. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It was. It was also one of the most impactful experiences of my life. I was not a dancer. That's true. Thank you for bringing that up. I have rhythm. I love to dance. I was scared shitless every single time I stepped out there on the floor. I practically had an out-of-body experience. Um, Muscle memory for me, retaining choreography was a real, a real challenge for me and my pro partner. So I worked harder than everyone else. I worked seven days a week. They rehearsed for eight hours. I rehearsed for nine. They took a day afternoon off. I was back in the studio. I had just given birth to Shia. I think he was maybe three months old. So I was rolling through hormones. I had four kids at home, a baby. Crazy. Um... Wow. I was on a mission and my mission was not to win because I didn't have that faith in my body at that time. Mm. Okay. So that's a really important part of this. My mission was to not host the show, which my management team was like, you're going to dance on the show. Wait, why? Why don't you? I was like, I want to dance on the show so that people can get to know me 
uncensored without my team through this process and get to really know the true colors of who I am. Wow. I had no idea how revealing <laughs> and vulnerable and terrifying it was going to be. So um, I was privileged enough to get the opportunity to dance on the show. And I thought I was going to stick around for a few weeks. That was my goal. Oh. Which would have been a great goal. Um, Kim Kardashian was on my season. She got voted off week one. I mean, you have no idea how freaking hard this is. And everything you think, you think. You everything think. you think you know. Right is wrong. Um, Derek Hough, who's brilliant and yeah. one of the most talented choreographers awesome. in the world. Yeah. He had never won a Mirabal trophy. He was a puppy. He was so young. He was also scared shitless. Um, so we went through the process of learning how to connect, learning how to face our fears, learning how to train like an athlete, learning how to overcome fatigue, fear, injury, wow. the mind game, inner dialogue, all of these things. On top of that, I had to learn how to um, leave my family for eight or nine hours a day wow. and count on a team to help raise my family. And David at the time, who wasn't my husband at the time, but um, he was my partner in life and the kids and love and everything. And he was actually a great encourager. Oh. And he was an athlete. And there were moments where I would cry. I would cry in the morning. I would cry at night in the shower. Oh my god! <laughs> I had injuries. My body wasn't working. I injuries? Had a, I had like a disrupted tendon in my foot. I had a pulled groin muscle. I was working with this sort of like healer, chiropractor, amazing doctor named Dr. Ray Hall and the show and had said, you need to take you know, six weeks off for this to heal, which would have been the show's over. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not really an option. So what else? What else you got? <laughs> what else you got, doctor? Heal me. But like, so we did a lot of, and this is probably going to sound really weird for a lot of people, but we did a lot of visualizing. That's awesome. We did a lot of um, kind of like mental and spiritual healing. Love it. A lot of um, visualizing uh, just faith mm. and healing in the body. And I did anything and everything I could do from feeding my body for power and strength to um, Epsom salt baths in the morning, Love. to really um, deep motivational conversations with my partner at the time who was like, listen, if you quit, because I could have quit yeah. in season. Most people want to quit me yeah. in season, by yeah. the way. Seriously. <laughs> Even most, most people on the show want out mid-season. It's just too hard. But I remember there was a moment, and I wrote about this in my book. Um, he was like, what does that mean, like, if you quit? And I had an injury, so I could have yeah. respectfully bowed yeah. out. What does that mean to the kids? And what does that mean to yourself for all the effort that you put into this? What's that message? Yeah. And I was like, oh. Oof. And I had never really put my all into anything before. Yeah. So mind shift, changed the dialogue, learned how to think like an athlete, learned how to train like an athlete, learned how to perform like an athlete, had that um, meeting of the minds with Derek where we turned, we did a left turn, we decided to pivot. We're like, we are both here. We might as well win. What? I have the chills. And we might as well show up every day because we were showing up to rehearsals. He was recording an album. He was exhausted and he had to like drive to me. I had four kids at home. I was like, you think you're tired? I've been up with the baby. I've got four kids at home. I just dropped them off at school and now I'm here. I haven't slept. I'm rolling through my hormones. I just put my whole life. I, I, you think you're tired? We had to like, <laughs> we had to meet each other in the studio when we started to yeah. succeed. How are you? I am really shitty. Oh how my God. Let me tell you how shitty Mike. And we just got real. I have yeah. like goosebumps. We I got present. Real. We got honest with each other. And we were like, I feel really shitty too. 
Let's roll our sleeves up. Let's yeah. <laughs> put our war paint on. Holy But boy. that's better than, I'm, I'm cool. Communication, I'm honesty. And, and in that, I bet you guys being that vulnerable and that real, the trust the and only the, way. the synergy yeah. came together, I'm sure, so much better. It's the only way to work together as a partner. It's the only way to work together as a community. Yeah. It's the only way to work together as a leader. Yeah. With your team. Yeah. Um, it's the only way I know how to communicate um, with the people in my life. And by the way, if we can go deeper, it's the only yeah. way to communicate with yourself. Ugh to get really honest. So when's the last time, and you see me do this in class. So I start class out now in the first minute for everybody to do a little personal inquiry and just yeah. say, how am I doing? Yeah. When's the last time you asked yourself, how am I doing? Right. And that's emotional for a lot of people. It is. Because we forget oh. to slow down long enough to just say, how am I doing? Yeah. We block so, everything yeah. out. That is so yeah. inspiring. It's true, but it's real, it's real stuff. And I didn't know that back then. So, you know, I learned that I learned that yeah. because I almost failed. And then in that moment where you have two choices, do you fail or do you shift or do you fail or do you just tweak? Or maybe you're going to fail and you don't know yeah. how to shift. Just go explore your options. Mm -hmm. What else is there besides yeah. that? Cause failing and giving up is easy. Yeah. E way easier, way easier, way easier yeah. than fighting yeah. a fight. But if you can explore that and you're aware of it, I promise that inner dialogue is not going to let you mm -hmm. um, cop out. Yeah. If you learn how to get let that inner voice get get loud. Right. Enough. Yep. So. And you may have <laughs> may have to pivot. I, I just I just know this from being out there in the world communicating. Mm -hmm. A lot of people feel like giving up right now. For like. Sure what I did two years ago is not working this year. And, and that's something, you know, seeing your evolution and, and all the things you've put yourself into, it feels like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you've pivoted. You've, I mean, yeah. you, you knock down the door. Like, you just do it. Just <laughs> Nike it, right? You just do it. And I, I, I feel like I'm constantly reminding people that we're supposed to grow, we're supposed to change, mm -hmm. we're supposed to evolve. It's okay if you end a relationship. It's okay if things dramatically change in your life, yeah. but you can't let that be an excuse to stop showing up for yourself, yeah. for people in your life, for what maybe your creator, whatever you believe has birthed mm -hmm. inside of you. Mm -hmm. Like we just use all these excuses. You've had so many things you could use mm -hmm. as an excuse, Brooke. I've been in your life yeah. long enough Thanks. where you've had loss, yeah, tragic loss. Yeah, and so, yeah. I was like, wait, she's gonna come serve us? Like she's, you know, <laughs> I think of when Brooke does a, a class or whether it's online in person, it's like you. I'm like, she's showing up to serve us, and she just went through a loss in the family, and I'm like, wow, like. Mm. That's like service to others. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I, um, I remember what you're talking about. You know, when my brother passed away and I was teaching class that week, I think I taught a breath work that week. Part of that is my own honesty and commitment to the people that I'm guiding so that I can walk the talk mm -hmm. and that I can have faith in my own personal connection. So... When I think about loss, I don't like the word failure, but yeah. when we shift, when we lose our way, yeah. when things go so wrong, it's easy to just, I'm really good. I could just carry on. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, just get back into my, yeah. but 
I think slowing down and really getting present with that and really being honest with that. I remember teaching a breathwork class after my brother passed away and saying to my audience, I'm sharing this with you because I'm asking you for your honesty and your presence. Mm. So I need to be honest with you to tell you what I'm going through. And in going through that, I need to do this work. Yeah. So that's my commitment to doing the work of transformation of, um, the body work, the emotional work, the spiritual work of mindful fitness and also the commitment that I have really to the community. Yeah. But I promise you, I get so much out of what I give. Yeah. Um, even when I was doing the transformation retreats with women, I came back there so much smarter, yeah. so much more connected. Um, I learned so much, like finding the little learning opportunities. So part of why I, I, I keep teaching even in hard times in my life is because I, I get so much yeah. out of it. Yeah. Um, and it makes me happy yeah. and it feeds my soul. And I learn so much. So something you said, just going back a little bit, when things go really wrong, I always look for like the helpers. Yeah. Even, you know, with the tragedies of the world right now and loss and um, the pandemic and culturally speaking, the violence, there's always the helpers out there. Yeah. There are. There's bad people out there. There's things that go wrong. Yeah. There's situations right. that we can't har we struggle even describing and yeah. defining to our children but then you like you look for the helpers and you look for the goodness in it and you know not to be naive and be like the cheerleader of that, right. but um i always feel like there's learning opportunities there that are hard mm -hmm. but that are super necessary yeah and maybe that's why i'm honest about it honest with my kids honest with yeah. the community um it's beautiful I'm just facing the things that are happening in the world and life Love, family, yeah. <laughs> all of it, right? Yeah. What excites you? What excites me? Um, lots of things. Um, love excites me. Yeah. So I love being in love. I'm really corny in love. Um, I'm really grateful to be able to say that in yeah. a new relationship. So that excites yeah. me. And a engaged. Lot. <laughs> and engaged. Yay. <laughs> um, uh, watching my children succeed. Yeah. And. Um, experiment and develop their certain talents like I'm really excited to watch my children sing and perform I just like I'm a lover of life so yeah. I'm generally pretty happy but I'm excited when I watch people come on the other side women come on the other side of a transformation like I love it I'm connected to them I'm forever connected yeah. to them um, just joy um, success and I don't mean success like in material ways yeah I mean success if I get to be part of someone's journey encouraging yeah. them um, and watching them have a breakthrough that really excites me and then makes me want to go back to the drawing board and do more and write more and create more. So I'm really lucky to be able to do things that I love doing in my career. Yeah. And that makes me feel good. That's so good. Can you've you seen see that. Like yeah. You, you, you've witnessed that yeah. firsthand. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah what excites you? Just because I love that question. This, <laughs> like energy. I, people excite me. Yeah. And being around people that are unapologetically themselves yeah. gives me permission, you know, to, to rise up. And this, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, we have endless opportunities. We put limits on ourselves. It's yeah. all fake. It's every, like, it, it, perception, it's society yeah. perception. Mm -hmm. Like, you can do anything you want to do. And it's all, it's all a decision. Yeah. And that really freaks me out, but excites me at the same time. I love the charge of it. Yeah. And 
transforming people's lives. I mean, that's where the fulfillment is. Whenever I'm in a funk, I'm like, who can I serve today? Who can I help today? And then I go help someone and I'm like, okay, I'm better now. <laughs> People probably yeah. don't know this going back about three years. That's how we met. Yeah. So Emily was introduced to me um, from Courtney and we were doing a workout yeah. video and then we connected and then I began to understand your story and then we sat down to do an interview yeah. and I felt like you were such a powerhouse motivator and I, I still get inspired when I watch you do what you do but when you say like the excitement of serving people, mm. I feel like Brook Brook Body and everything I do in the wellness space is my act of service. It is. And sometimes yeah. people are like, why do you do what you do? And I feel compelled to do this work. Yeah. I get so much out of doing this work. Um, but I also feel like sharing those gifts and those messages, which are very mm. organic to me and very authentic yeah. for me. And I love it and I, I get so much out of it. And yeah. I know you're that same type of woman yeah. where you can wake up and say, how can I serve today? You know, it's what drives us. Yeah. It's one of the things yeah. um, that really drives us. Um, and it's real. Yeah. You know, when you figure out the essence of who you are yeah. and what motivates you. Yeah. Right? What makes you feel good? What creates energy in ourselves? Yeah. I think it's being of service to other people. Yeah. Right? Oh, a absolutely. And we all have something to teach, something to give. Mm -hmm. Everyone does. That's right. And sometimes you can meet certain people and you're like, what am I going to teach them? <laughs> they have this credentials and that and whatever. Well, but I love that yeah. too. Yeah. I love that challenge. Yeah. Of, she's not going to drink that Kool-Aid. <laughs> Who is she as a woman? Yeah. And what's missing? Because... There's something missing also in right. all of us, right? All yes. And we keep learning. If your mind and your heart are open, yeah. you keep learning and you keep evolving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I love that so much. Oh. Well, this has been incredible. Thank you. Thank you for opening up. I always love our conversations. To all of us. And I'm always open. Because yeah. that's all I can really be. Yeah. Is honest. And you know, way back when when I started modern mom and wrote my book I was like I am committed to sharing it all not just the fabulous parts of yeah. my life so in that even in a fitness world I want to get into the struggle I want to open up the dialogue with women um, about the reality of the real days yeah. and the honesty and yeah so I just I, I want to unpack that a little bit with you briefly because that comes up a lot for me and I know it does for you in your world about about motivation and finding the energy and just finding the ability on yeah. you know day to day yes. to do what we do. There are so many women that don't know how to start or don't know why they lost their sense of selves or are mm -hmm. in their own way or maybe have fear or maybe don't have confidence in their ability, their coordination. Yeah. Maybe they gain so much weight in their pregnancy or during their pandemic or in their manager, marriage or in love. Yep. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's not a number on a scale. But they have found themselves in a place that doesn't feel good. Yep. That they don't recognize themselves so far mm. into it mm. that they don't know how to get back to who they were mm. once. Yeah. yeah. And so what do we say to people? How do we inspire them? How do we guide them? How do we even motivate them to begin? Yeah. And a big part of Brook Brook Body is beginning small, setting attainable goals. Yeah. And knowing that we're all going through similar things at different times For sure. in our life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And how do we encourage women to listen and to honor that funk? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like to call it a funk. To honor it and to accept it and then just to begin. Yeah. 
Yeah. How do we begin? Yeah. One, one step in front of the other. And I, I believe like what I do whenever I'm trying to figure something out, whether it's finances, business, body, you name it, I find a mentor. And a mentor isn't somebody who's going to come to your house. Like Brooke doesn't come over and isn't, yeah. I mean, there's some days we can meet each other to work out or if she, we can do the class, but I mean, it's out there. People are out there. You yeah. got to be resourceful and having that virtual mentor, that support, that inspiration. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do and provide so to so many people where they can plug into you on Instagram, on Facebook, yeah. on YouTube. They can read your book, they can get the app and, and that I call that a total immersion where you immerse yourself into something new and, and you got to change your energy. You got to change your environment if you feel like you're in a funk. And just by having that one person, just do one more, yeah. you, know, you, know, you can hear, okay, let it burn. Yeah. The burn is the change. <laughs> you know, I, my I, community is probably I, so sick. I can hear her. I'm like, my ass is burning, okay? I'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> but that, you, it, we're, we're made so. to be in community and have, and to serve each other. Yeah. And you need to find somebody that's going to uplift you. And I feel like that's what you've really created. Thank you. For a lot of people that feel, I mean, even if they're already motivated, they can go to another level. Listen, I'm already motivated, yeah. but I need to have yeah. someone in my life that can take me to another level physically, mm -hmm. mentally, spiritually. That is so important. We talked about that in our first woman to woman. Yeah. So you find your inspiration and you find people that can just nudge you, push you a little bit. Yeah. And nowadays in a digital world, you can get it on YouTube, you can get it for free, you can get it on the app, you can get it on the gram. You can find someone that you kind of just check in with a little yeah. bit every day that might give you that one little, that one little aha moment, yeah. that one little siren song that is just your, that little tiny little thing that you yeah. needed, right? That little bit of feel good. That's so true. Um, I also think it's really important to make those, make a commitment to yourself, mm. you know? Oh yeah. Make a commitment to yourself and be worthy of it and just keep that commitment. And it could be a daily commitment. Yeah. It could be a weekly commitment. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it starts out so small. Like even this morning, I got up and I did 10 minutes of meditating. Mm -hmm. Okay, nothing dramatic. And mm -hmm. I wrote down five things I was grateful for and did a little prayer. You've been doing that for a, a long, long time. Yeah, I have. And it, it just sets the tone. Mm -hmm. And it you know, it, it's, it changes the way that I show up in all my interactions, whether mm -hmm. it's virtually in person, you know, energy is real. Yeah. And you know, I'm kind of around some people sometimes and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna be real. Like your energy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, my business won't go anywhere. I have my relationships and I'm like, okay, have you ever like, you know, took some personal inventory, right. you know, I like um, to call it Frequency. Yeah. And this is a real thing. Yeah. Vibrations. When I oh, say yeah. raise your average, change your frequency. When you become more knowledgeable, when you get more tapped into yourself, you yeah. become more mindful about your wellness yeah. goals. Yeah. Your whole being. You are more sensitive to things around you that don't feel good, which yeah. goes back to the beginning of this interview. Yeah. Get rid of things that don't feel good. Yeah. Find your own personal awareness, mm. right? And 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 our our vibrations are very real and the people that you surround yourself with mm. um and then knowing how to shift yourself out of that space yeah. too yeah and um that can be done so yeah. you don't have to stay and live in your funk you don't have to live in that place 
that doesn't feel right. And I think we have access to so much now um, to really shift out of that. Oh, we absolutely do. Yeah. And you're, le you know, Einstein says everything in your life um, vibrates as uh, a, a result of the frequency that you're on, something mm -hmm. like that. But you're always oscillating all day on the emotional guidance scale of fear, disappointment, doubt, yeah. jealousy, whatever. And those are the low frequency mm -hmm. emotions. Even when I say that you feel low, but when you go up the gradient scale to fulfillment, to serve, to joy, mm -hmm. uh, all, all the high vibrating frequency emotions, I mean, the, the yeah. biggest thing you can do in your life is be conscious of it yeah. and go, and that's why it's so important to Even check to be in. aware of when yeah. do you need a shift, yeah. right? And I think that's just experience and yeah. knowledge and the willingness to tap inside and really discover that and then honor it. So yeah. um, I think that's a really important part of the journey. It's so important. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And you have great energy. I'm so you. You. <laughs> that's why I'm telling you, I, I, you know, sometimes people are like, I want to hang out and I'm like, change your energy. <laughs> yeah. Change your frequency. Cause your it's, it's that important. It really, really is. And you can do, I mean, uh, eating prana like food, healthy food. That's raising your frequency. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So if you eat junk, it's going to be lower yeah. frequency. It, there's so many yeah. little things you can do. The music you listen to. I mean, we were talking to, you know, at night, even listening to the, the beats, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's so many things that you can do for yeah. the sound bowls. Um, lots of them. Lots mm. and lots and lots of ways. Find we're us. Here for you. We're here at <laughs> Brookburg, Brookburg Body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's Emily. Yeah. I love this. We could talk all day. Bye, everybody. I'm so grateful you've listened all the way through as that right there, my friend, says a lot about your commitment to your personal empowerment. If you truly found value in this podcast, then screenshot this podcast right now. Put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at It's Emily, as I'd love to see you taking that step to empower others. Remember to also go leave a comment on what your biggest takeaway was from this episode on my most recent post on Instagram. Within two hours of this podcast dropping, we always pick two random winners every Sunday and gift each winner a $50 Amazon gift card. Lastly, it means the world if you take just 10 seconds to share the same takeaway in the review section on iTunes as it really helps amplify this podcast to more people. Remember to always spread light, spread love, and pay it forward, my friends. I believe in you. Thank you.